0: Welcome to the Serve the Team podcast with your host, Shelley Bischoff. The podcast will explore psychological safety and how it influences how teams work together. There's no doubt that leaders face significant workforce challenges. This podcast focuses on opportunities for leaders to empower high performance in their teams and enhance the employee experience of coming to work. Join the conversation with Shelley as she speaks freely about how you can best serve your team today. Hello, and welcome to another episode. I want to start by asking you a question. How do you feel about failure? I think we can all agree that we don't feel good about failure, and that we're always worried about the ramifications of failing. And it doesn't even matter the context. It could be at work, or it could be at home or in our community. The connotation of failure is negative. It always has been. And I want to speak about failure constituting success. That does sound strange, doesn't it? Is it possible for failure to be considered a win for teams? Hmm. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Here are some of mine. Failure is an outcome that we avoid just merely speaking the word, Can actually change the energy in a room. Nobody wants to fail and it's imperative for us now in the kind of modern workplace we are dealing with to make a distinction between failure due to preventable factors and failure that occurs from calculated risk that stems from creativity and innovation. In order for us to consider failure as an element of success in the work teams do every day, let's be thoughtful about innovation and creativity that we desire. Why is innovation, creativity, doing things differently, actually igniting our dynamic response? To problems in new ways. We know teams have the ability and the gifts to look at things differently than what's currently going on in the process of work. However, teams are reticent to actually speak up with new ideas, thoughts, and even debate what they don't agree with, all because of fear. And we know that fear is the main driver for teams to shut down and do what they've always done to avoid failure and negative consequences from speaking up. It can be challenging to acknowledge and understand why psychological safety is essential for success. And it's absolutely required for a chance for your team to use creativity, innovation, and new problem-solving skills to exist in their work together. Leaders want their teams to be successful, to come up with new ideas, and use innovation to create something that never existed before. They will often recite to me the value and the importance of setting the conditions for psychological safety and they appear to understand that the chances of these elements is essential for moving forward. They often don't understand the meaning in terms of change both in their mindset and approach and in the fostering of behaviors that are different in teams. Encouraging your team to take risks, even if it might lead to failure, can lead to valuable learning experiences and breakthrough ideas in the long run. Embracing a supportive and open-minded environment will motivate your team to explore new possibilities and push the boundaries of what's possible. Remember, failure is often a stepping stone towards success because it provides valuable learning experiences and opportunities for growth. When we fail, we gain insights into what went wrong, what could be improved, and how we could do it different next time. This knowledge helps us refine our strategies and approaches which inevitably increases the chances of success in the future. Embracing failure as a natural part of the learning process fosters us to build resilience, adaptability, and creativity, which ultimately leads to greater achievements and breakthroughs in our endeavors together. Through persistence, and learning, thinking of your own leadership practice. What are your feelings and thoughts about failure? Are you open to taking risks and inviting the team to look at new ways to work, even if the potential for failure exists? How you feel about failure will be dependent on your experience with it, both in your early years years of career and during your leadership of others. Consider what's happened around you and maybe to you when failure has existed. Did you feel like the calculated risk was worth the chance of potentially having something fail? Were you applauded and acknowledged for actually trying something new or was the feedback negative and potentially debilitating to your ability to move forward in the team or as a leader. Reflecting on your experience with failure will give you great insight into how you're leading others to take risk. Our younger generation employees want and need the ability to take risk. They aren't interested in coming into a team and doing things the way it's always been done. We know that the environment has changed and employees want their gifts, their opinions, and new ideas valued, acknowledged, and utilized in their work. They are now looking for a different experience than those who have come before them. Are you ready to offer them the opportunity to have a greater experience in the works, fostering others to be okay Utilizing calculated risk, taking chances, and doing things different requires you to be unafraid to push boundaries and achieve greater heights. You are the role model for the team in that respect. And we need to acknowledge that it takes significant courage for leaders to give the team space to work dynamically without constraints leaning in to being vulnerable to the potential of things not working out the way they had been planned and to invite the team to access new levels of creativity and innovation to not only exceed expectations, but to go beyond what has been considered available to them in the past. Leaders play a crucial role in fostering a culture where failure is seen as an opportunity for growth and learning and they can encourage their teams to embrace failure by first setting the right example. This means leaders should openly share their own experiences of failure and the lessons that they have learned. This demonstrates that failure is a normal part of the journey to success. Leaders must create a safe environment where team members feel comfortable taking risks and sharing their ideas without the fear of judgment negative feedback, reprisal, or humiliation. Once again, leaders have an opportunity to speak about their previous experiences where they spoke up, suggested something new, and had a good experience. Encouraging our teams to use experimentation is also an important factor in promoting a culture where trying out new ideas is not only okay, but it is expected and celebrated there is an opportunity to provide constructive feedback when failures do occur and leaders have this opportunity to provide constructive feedback in a meaningful way to help team members understand what went wrong and how the process could be improved for the future it is through this open conversation that both the leader and and team can constructively discuss how things went and what they can do together to improve the outcome. Acknowledging and appreciating the efforts put forth by a team, even in the face of failure, reinforces a positive attitude towards taking risks. And what about leaders? taking the opportunity to celebrate failure when it does occur. This may sound like a foreign idea, yet it can be the catalyst for ongoing innovation occurring in a team where failure occurred and learning was experienced. Well-known Harvard Business School professor and researcher, Amy Edmondson explains why psychological safety inspires people to take risks and venture into the unknown, even when there is a chance of failure in her new book titled The Right Kind of Wrong, The Science of Failing Well. In it, she further explains the nuances of psychological safety, how leaders can create it, and why it inspires people to take risks and venture into the unknown when there is a chance of failure at the end. She indicates the key, of course, is learning from these so-called intelligent failures and becoming even better leaders throughout this process. In my experience, creating an environment where failure is a potential outcome requires a leader to stand back and let go of the potential for negative outcomes as their team strives to push the status quo and embark into new territories of collaborative work. This means being open to the potential of having negative feedback from the organization. However, what is often obscured in the equation of potential failure is the acknowledgement and understanding that failure arose from new ideas, applauding the courage of team risk, as a potential because it was more important to attempt something new and different. When we create environments that value flexibility and adaptability, leaders can help their teams navigate the complexities of the modern workplace and seize the opportunity for growth. Even in times of uncertainty, where they actually have the power to influence the way in which the work is done and change is embraced. I want to share two stories where teams embraced the potential of failure. The first story occurred more than 20 years ago and involved a large organization with 11 collective agreements. I was the manager for health and wellness and a member of the steering committee. Our work consisted of developing the infrastructure for managing disability throughout the organization. And needless to say, it was difficult with the competing agendas and ideology from every sector represented by employees and leadership. Our initial work together was fraught with disagreement and cultural perceptions of the intent of the organization. However, over a period of time and with frequent failure of reaching agreement, the team eventually found common ground. It was only through The failure that shared learning and understanding was able to bring everyone to the point of building a program designed to do the right thing for the right reasons at the right time. What is fascinating about this particular story is that that organization won the very first Award of Excellence through the National Institute of Disability Management Research for Crown Corporation over 500 employees in 2001. It was one of my highest points of understanding how failure can actually bring a team together to ultimately succeed and exceed expectations. The next story I want to share involves the first two waves of the global pandemic, where I was a member of the incident management team of a large essential service employer, which was tasked to not only ensure the health and safety of their frontline employees, but also had the responsibility for public health and safety. It was a daunting experience developing policies and procedures on the fly with the potential of failure around every corner. The reason we were successful was undoubtedly because senior leadership gave us the space and the permission to do the best thing, even when it may result in failure. How many times did we face failure as an incident management team? Too many times to count. But it was a highlight of my career to work with this employer to be able to deliver tangible support to frontline employees and also be committed to the health and safety of the public. I look back on it now, three years later, and know unequivocally that the only reason we were successful is because we were allowed to do that on the fly. Even when we had to take huge calculated risks with the potential of failure, my final thoughts are that organizations want the competitive edge. They need the expansion of new ideas and lines of business and recognition for innovative problem-solving, and it is available to any team led by those with the vulnerability and courage to foster, invite, incite, and encourage calculated risk into their team dynamics when failure is a win for teams. Thank you for taking the time to listen in, and as always, I end with this question. How are you serving your team today? We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Shelly invites you to send your feedback, thoughts, and ideas to shelly at servetheteam.ca. Follow Serve the Team on social media or check out servetheteam.ca where additional articles and information is available. Specific references made in the podcast can be located in the episode show notes.